You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Jerry. All right, kicking off the Monday show with uh, Alan Jerry. What's up, dude? How was your weekend? Very well, sir. Was it well, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know because I mean the weather was good, but sometimes weekends suck. I don't know, but sometimes I look forward to Monday. Actually, I just like the weekend because I sleep like a normal person. So that, as long as I'm doing that, Jerry, I'm excited. What like- do you make of this? So we drove to we had uh, I had to drive to New Hampshire on Friday for Columbia Dartmouth on Saturday, which was fine. Good game, actually. And so I slept in a hotel Friday night, which is usually, I mean, I usually sleep like a log. I went up to, I got up to go to the bathroom between the hours of 1230 when I went to sleep and 830 when I woke up five times. Oh. That's a little much. Were you it? having a lot of beverages the night before? Not more than Were you more, nervous? No, there was no alcohol. I wasn't nervous. I did drink a couple of bottles of water on the ride. That could be but it. But five times? little much. It really ruined my Friday night, which I was kind of looking forward to. The Maybe your prostate's uh, got issues. I, you know what? The low T is not a problem. I think the prostate's a problem. BPH. I got to go. Yeah, was that the blood work I got to get I don't done? know. No, that's the when you, you see the Cialis commercials. Yes, and so they is my tr- son, apparently. They every- try to they try to cover you from it just being about boners, and they go for um, ED and BPH, which is some type of prostate situation. So you're telling me I could end up taking Cialis yeah. because I have a prostate issue? Yeah. That would be a bonus, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, then if you went and got your Cialis, you could say to the uh, pharmacist, oh, this is for my BPH. That's tremendous. Yeah. I think Bonus that's a, boner. Right. That's a great marketing tool. <laughs> that really is, actually. I mean, it's kind of like some people won't go buy condoms in the store. It's like people don't really want to get Cialis. Right. But oh, it's now, for hold BPH. on a second. I'm getting it for my prostate. Well, you know what? Let me have so the uh, Cialis. You said your son sees these also? Does he question oh, what, are, what are these? What was, I forget who it was that actually called out Major League Baseball during the playoffs with that. And he's so right. I mean, watching these games, it's just uncomfortable. And especially it's the Viagra one. The Cialis one isn't so bad. Right, because you don't know what it is you for a don't. kid. You really don't. The Viagra one says, you know, for erections that last longer than four right. hours, you know, for lovemaking. I was like, oh, my God. Because you got that God. S- sultry talking woman doing you it. You do. And then it'll talk about Viagra for sex. Right. It's like, I, come on, I got to sit here and watch this. Anyway, speaking of my son, so we were watching the football games this weekend, and I found it very interesting. I had something to do yesterday. It's the first Cowboy game I have not been out of the house and worked in five years. So I actually had a Sunday late afternoon by the time I got home, got to the game with about 12 minutes to go in the first quarter. So it's kind of cool to have a Sunday to watch the Cowboys and there was turn out to be Giants-Cowboys. I mean, this would be awesome. I'm going to watch the game with my son, blah, blah, blah. So he sat down with me for about five minutes, and then he disappeared. And so I figured, yeah, in the bathroom, he's doing something. I don't know, playing with the cats. I don't know what the hell he's doing. And finally, we go to the second quarter. I'm like, yo, where are you? He's like, oh, I'm watching uh, the Red Zone channel. I'm like, yeah, but I'm watching the game in here. He goes, well, whatever. 
He goes, I'm, I got to keep on my fantasy uh, roster. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, you got the Cowboys and the Giants on, and there's only two games on. He goes, yeah, but I forget who he's got. Uh, he's, he's got, he had Amari Cooper. He's like, I'm watching the Raiders for Cooper, and I pick Phillip Rivers. I'm like, oh my god. So you're more interested in that crappy Raider Charger game than the Cowboys and Giants. He's like, well, you can tell me what happens in the Cowboy game. This to me is a problem, and it's a problem to me with the way we are. Um, fantasy's great. The NFL is more popular than ever. I believe it's more popular for the wrong reasons. What do you think of that? Uh, I could agree with you because I have yet to really feel the buzz of this NFL season so far. There hasn't been much of one. Yeah, like I haven't been excited really about any of the games. And we were talking uh, during the commercial break, during the Boomer and Carton show, what factors go into that? So why is there not a buzz? Well, the Cowboy-Giant game didn't really have a buzz because there's no Tony Romo, no Des Bryant. So injuries being a key factor. And even like the Jets, New England, the fact that the Jets are just kind of a, a pieced together team, it feels like, it just doesn't but feel like a Jet-New England rivalry. I couldn't agree with you more, and that's another problem with the league, in my opinion. Every team is a pieced together team. You look at the turnover every year, you don't even know who you're, who you're um, cheering for or watching or rooting for. You know, you look at the Cowboy team, and I only do that because obviously I've you know, been a fan of them since I'm six years old, and now I work for them kind of um, in a in a sidewinding manner. But like, I look at this team, there's new guys. The offensive line, steady, awesome. Quarterbacks hurt, so that's not that fault. They decide to let the running back go. I didn't have an issue with that, but that goes to the whole consistency. You've, you've got Bryce Butler now as like the big wide receiver because Des Bryant's hurt. The secondary, I mean, all right, Church has been there for a while, and, and Brandon Carr has been there for a while, but the corners are rotating, the linebackers are rotating, the defensive fronts are rotating. You got this piece of garbage, you know, rushing the passer now. I can't watch. As good as he is, I know Russell, you love talking to Russell every, overnight every morning. He loves Greg Hardy. Yeah, bad guy, but boy, can he rush the passer. You know what? I don't, I don't even, I'd rather him not get a sack and them lose than watch this jackass win. There's just there's something about the NFL that's, I don't like it. It's weird. I love it, and I don't like it, if that makes any sense at all. To me, if you don't have – if there's not a star quarterback playing in the game, it, I have I, – I lose interest in watching. So you have no you have no interest in watching a Browns game? No interest in a Browns game. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, even, like, tonight's uh, Cardinals-Ravens. That, yeah, Carson Palmer, uh, but I get your point. It doesn't – that's not, like, a rivalry game or – like the Ravens, I couldn't even tell you who's on the Ravens this year. Well, you know Joe Flacco. I do. I'm aware of him. You know Flacco. But like they're not good. They're not good. They're one in five. Yeah, they're not good. Uh. You actually know. Here's an interesting thing about football. Beyond the quarterbacks, you actually can identify now more with the coaches in a lot of cases, which is weird because the coaches rotate like crazy. But the coaches make so much money now in a lot of cases. You think Ravens, and I, I'm just thinking of because you brought that You're up. Right. My first thought now was John Harbaugh. Right, I went in my head, Flacco, Steve Smith, if he's still on the team, and Harbaugh. Harbaugh. It's really amazing that that's what we think of. And even with the Cardinals, you say what you want about Carson Palmer. I think you think Larry Fitzgerald. You know, and then what? Right, even a new guy. Like, if you went Miami Dolphins, I'd go Tannehill, Dan Campbell. Yes, no question. You know, by the way, before yesterday, I wouldn't even have thought of Lamar Miller. Yeah, me neither. Right? So, I don't know. Football is in a weird spot, man. It's still the best sport, and it still gets numbers like crazy. I saw the numbers on the Yahoo game. You know how many people tuned in? I saw that. that. I don't I don't buy it for a second. I don't buy it either, but what I do buy is that that many people tried. 
Like I would have been. And they said how many? What the was number the number was fifteen point one million people watched that game. Now I think I'm one of that fifteen point one million. I gave it eight minutes and I had enough. I couldn't take all the buffering and the freezing, and so I was done. But I did take my time on a Sunday morning to pick up the iPad and try and stream it to the TV, and then that didn't work. I just tried to watch it on the iPad. But 15 million people at least tried to watch. But that you game. tried that just to see the technology because you had no interest in Jaguars, whoever they I were know playing. I, here's Bills. what I had interest in. I wanted to see. I like Rex Ryan, so I had a little bit of interest in watching the Bills. Um, the Jaguars are just. And that wasn't on regular television. No, it was only on Yahoo. And in those mar- in uh, Buffalo and Jacksonville, think, right? TV I think coverage, correct. And it was interesting watching it for the seven or eight minutes I watched it. All the graphics were the NFL on Yahoo. And it was weird. Like, it just it didn't even feel like a real game. We had brought this up earlier uh, on the show very briefly. But, you know, they had a lot of technical issues with the streaming video mm. and it's pixelated. Anytime there's, like, a new technology, the porn industry gets it right immediately. Like, you could go stream HD porn with no streaming issues. And yet, when the big companies try to do it, it doesn't work. Now, have you ever streamed porn onto your TV in the living room? I have not, no. No. That would be weird. And if you had the windows open and people... That seems like a lot of steps. Too many steps for porn. It's really... Well, I mean, streaming to your TV is really not a lot of steps. I don't really even think to do stream anything to my TV. I don't know why. Really? It doesn't even cross my mind. I would think. It doesn't cross my mind. So you don't put Netflix on your TV? Well, I don't have Netflix because... All right, I'm saying something like that. No. Do you stream videos off your phone to your TV? No. So you don't do that either. So that's interesting. So they're all things I'm not, I am not technologically advanced, but but that I've learned. It is phenomenal. It really is. Like the crackles of the world where you get to watch comedians and cars getting I mean, I watch it on my computer. Yeah, but see, I don't want to watch it on my computer. I want to watch it with my wife in the living room. So I stream it right to the TV. See, if, something is, if something is short, like comedians and cars is like 15 minutes long, I can sit in front of the computer for that. If it was like a half hour or more Agreed. show, then I would stream. But I'll have once in a while a Saturday night where I'll put, because they're only 15 minutes, we'll watch three or four. You bang them all out. Sure. And it's, again, I'm not by myself to where, and now if I was home, so what? You put it on the computer, that's fine. You know, if I'm watching it with a wife or if I'm putting um, something like um, a Disney app with all the shows, maybe the little guy wants to watch one, I'll, I'll stream it right to the TV for him, and it's perfect. No, it's actually the impediment to me in doing that. I don't know. The fact that I have to turn on my Apple TV, that I have to change the channel input on my television. Hold on, time out. I am telling you. You actually have Apple TV and you still don't do it? Yeah. See, that's um, you lazy son of a yeah. bitch. I actually went out and bought Google Chromecast. And so Apple TV, is it the same thing? Are you, does you, can you get it straight from your TV then? Yes. See, for me, I have the Chromecast. Now I'm casting, as they call it, from either my phone or my iPad, and it's got to pick up the proper Wi-Fi and you check right. the box. So it's a little more complicated yeah, than not you complicated Yours is at all. easy. Yeah, you just put stream to, t- to Apple TV. But I've got to turn it on. I've got to switch the input. Oh, it's God like forbid. I wouldn't, I won't put on a DVD, because I'm like, oh, I got to turn the DVD on, I got to do the tray, put the thing in, eh. Are you that bad? Yes. I mean, you run that now bad. four miles. You oh, go to the once. gym, you go out of your way to go to the gym. You can't get your lazy ass off the couch to just go click. Yeah, I can't. But you'll get up to get a sandwich. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're hungry. You'll get a drink. I will get a drink. you get some uh, turkey salad. I'll do that. But you will not get up to the input. No. You. It weird. seems just like it's too much trouble. 
How do you get dressed in the morning? But, I'll, but if I'm at, when I'm at, you know what? I'll watch them when I'm at my computer. So I'll watch the comedians in cars. Now, I'll watch YouTube videos. Okay, but you now have, uh, you have a great girlfriend now, right? Yeah. You're with her a lot. You can't be the same way when you're with her. As far as laziness? Yes. No, I'm not. Okay. Now that makes me feel better. So that's all right. So you're not as awkward and odd. When I'm by say. myself, I, I like to be lazy. That's just uh, like one step. What is the big deal? Yeah, it seems to be a big deal. No. <laughs> For me. Not a big deal. I find it a uh, big deal. Will you deal. get into this baseball starting tomorrow night? I will. To where... Like, you'll be into it, like, I'll be waiting into it. for first pitch. Yes, waiting for first pitch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. The problem is, game, damn, game starts so late. Yeah, 807. So and it's for us, I'm trying to figure out how I manage these days. Do you go home and sleep for three or four hours knowing you're only going to get back to sleep for two hours? No, what I do is I'll, I'll go home, I'll sleep for two hours, take a two-hour nap, and then I'll watch the game from 8 to 10. I got to go to bed, I get up at 2. And then you'll come in and see the and end of the figure it year. out, yeah. Well, I get up at 2, and right at 2 a.m., ESPN starts their overnight sports center. Yeah, see, here's the and problem. It's great. This is what I have found. I have found, honestly, there is nothing like watching the, the game itself. The highlights are great. And, yeah, you can get by with just on the highlights. But, boy, there's so many intricacies that go through a baseball game that if you don't see the – you know, especially now when there's only one game, it's not like you've got, you know, 15 games a night going on. I find it difficult not watching the games. And this is hard this week. Yeah. Only because they're every night. Every night. Not every other. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Right? Are you going to any at City Field? No shot. Uh, not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Correct. Sunday. Correct. No shot you're going? No. Oh, I'm kind of like hoping someone will ask me to go. I don't want to get have to get there and get home. No, no you interest. You Friday night, though? No. It's on television. It'll look terrific right, on my television. You, yes, it, do, it does HD. look terrific, and I happen to agree with you. If the tickets are in the upper deck, I'd rather watch it on TV. I don't care what the game is. But if, like, someone gave you decent seats, you wouldn't be interested I would in not. going. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm usually with you. I'm not with you on this one. I just don't want to go from New Jersey to City Field and back. It's not worth it to me. Because to me, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to do that. I get all the way out there. Game starts at 8.07. By 8.37, it's, you know... The Mets are down twelve nothing. I'll be like, well, I came all the way out. Well, that's if that happens, right? That's I don't want to. I don't want to jinx won it. Five in a row, right? So eventually. <laughs> By the way, I told uh, Malusis and I told Evan Roberts that the Mets would sweep the Cubs, and they both ugh, they both brushed me off. Now I don't think I believed it either when I said it. So Malusis asked me today. Yes, and I picked the Mets in four, and he's like, "All right, come on, be that's serious." Silly. So I said to him, "I'm like, what'd you say to me when I said the Mets would beat the Cubs in four? He goes, all right, so your pick is the Mets in four. There you go. <laughs> That's not happening. Probably not. Jerry, I was watching the uh, Jet game this weekend, and all I can focus on is Ryan Fitzpatrick's large beard. Kind of disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, he looks like he's from the 1920s. Like, he's the type of criminal that would tie you to the train track tracks <laughs> with the big top hat on. And all I kept thinking was, if I had some Harrys with me right now, I would love to shave Ryan Fitzpatrick's face. And then I thought... Instead of me shaving his face, because that's a little awkward, shaving another guy's face, you know? Yeah. Uh, that I would just get him a subscription to Harry's. I think that's a great idea because, ugh, it's gross. It's disgusting. If anybody in this world needs Harry's more than Ryan Fitzpatrick, show me, because I think you should shave it for, like, charity or something. And this is what I was thinking of getting him, Jerry. I was thinking of giving him $5 off his per- his first purchase that I was going to buy for him. Oh, the starter set, right? The starter set. Yep. Using a, a coupon code postgame, Jerry, you enter postgame at checkout, you get Harry's starter set for just $10. 
That's a month's worth of shaving for just $10 with code POSTGAME at checkout. And I'm going to get that. I'm going to ship it right to Ryan Fitzpatrick's door. Right to the door. Yeah, because why would I get it? Then I got to get it to him. Harry's ships this right to your door. I'm going to get him the German-engineered blades. I'm going to get him the actual Harry's razor. It's the starter set, Jerry. And the best part of all of this? Yeah. The shipping, Al? Yeah. You pay nothing. Oh, good. And the blades come straight from the German factory to his door. Right. I'm In fact, I'm going to tell Ryan that I'm picking up the shipping, not telling him that Harry's actually ships it for free. <laughs> ships it free. Say goodbye yeah. to choosing between expensive brands or cheap disposables and say hello to Harry's. High-quality blades at a price you'll love. Go to harrys.com right now. Enter code postgame at checkout. Get $5 off your first purchase. Get a month's worth of shaving for just $10 with code postgame at checkout. That's harrys.com, code postgame. Yeah, not only does he get the blades and the handle, but I'm going to send him a, a bottle of shaving cream as well, Jerry. How good is and by the way, a lifelong friendship with Al Dukes. Yeah. Nice. Good. Jerry. Al. Lots of people are buying up Mets merchandise. Mets t-shirts, World Series shirts, yes. NL East Champ shirts, National League shirts. I went to Models myself last week. You did. I Player did. shirts, Matt Harvey shirts, David yes. Wright shirts. Uh, people are staying away, though, from Daniel Murphy shirts. Ah, see, Even now, though he's a big star. I fall in that category, as a matter of fact. That's because funny you say that. Because you're worried he won't be on the Mets next uh, year. Because, yeah, that's exactly right. We wound up buying a Wilmer Flores, you know, those um, T-shirt jerseys they I have. I love the which T-shirt really jerseys. Cool. Yeah, they're not $100,000. They're right. 20 bucks. They're great. Went to Models and got a Wilmer Flores one. We got uh, a David Wright one because my little guy didn't have a David Wright one. Uh, the one my other son wanted was Cespedes, we, but we did not get that either. Which I thought was very interesting. Same reason. We got a Granderson one because we know he'll be there next year. But we are not getting the Murphy one until he's either re-signed or he's not there. And then in that case, we'll go get it because it'll be $6. Right. Although, yeah, it's too risky. You buy the Murphy shirt now. You wear it once. You wash it. You don't wear it. You pull it out next year. You go, oh, he's not even on the Mets anymore. Now, here's where I'm cheap. I happen to agree with not buying the jerseys because the jerseys are very you know, expensive. 100 bucks, $120. Here's where I did walk out saying I'm really a cheapskate. You know what? We spend twenty dollars worse, and totally. you are still going to get a whole series out of it, right. and an entire He's off the big season. star. So, really, if he wore it ten times, right. I mean, can you think of burning two dollars once in a while? A little more than we don't. That's right. Plus, you're right. Even if he gets traded after the season, you would still have that memory of the shirt of. Remember that yes. amazing run Daniel Murphy went on in the playoffs. This is like therapy. Now I think I might have to go buy yeah. the Daniel Murphy shirt. Did you talk it out with the boys? Say, well, we're not going to get the Murphy shirt because he may not be here next uh, year. Well, yes and no. When we were there, my son picked it up and said, let's get Murphy. I said, nah, pick something else. And he said, okay. He honestly <laughs> had no issue. And then we got in the car. He's like, so why weren't we getting the Danny Murphy shirt? And I told him, I'm like, well, he might not be on the team next year. Was there? Oh, that makes sense. Was there anybody's uh, shirt that you thought should be there that they that they don't make? Like, do no. they make a DeGrom shirt? Do they make a Syndergaard shirt? Yes, we we picked up a Syndergaard one Matt's. as well. Does Matt see a shirt? I did not see Matt's. Maybe. I'm not saying they don't have yeah. it. Now, this is, the, this is the Models in Homedale. Uh, I did not see a Matt's shirt, although they might have it. I don't know. The one that he actually wanted, and again, another mercenary type of player, so I wouldn't have bought it. He really wanted a Uribe shirt, <laughs> which I don't even know if they're making. I don't think right. they're making Kelly Johnson shirts. No. So what we did here was the compromise. Models had really cool... Um, National League pennant shirts with all the players on the postseason roster listed. Nice. So that outfielders in the top, infielders, catchers, and pitchers. So we got that. Everybody is on that. Kind of neat, actually. That was a smooth move. Yes. Did you see this uh, Adrian Peterson story? Which now? The one where they said he was uh, chewing tobacco yes. on the airplane. He hit some turbulence. 
swallowed his chewing yes. tobacco, and he got sick. Saying it's on bad shrimp. And was almost not going to be able to play. Have you ever swallowed tobacco? I've never been a chewer. You were a chewer I once was, in your life, and right? I have swallowed tobacco. You have. And it makes you feel like you want to die, depending now, upon how much you swallow. What made you start to be a chewer? Very simple. Baseball camp when I was 13 years old, everybody was chewing hawking at the time. You, everyone who? All the campers. 13-year-olds? I, I mean the 7-year-olds. Oh, 13, 14, 15, We're 16. chewing tobacco. Yeah. Because the big leaguers were. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Really? And so it smelled awesome. It was wintergreen. I'll never forget the tin. Hawking, you know, it was um, it was great. It smelled awesome. Yeah. And I remember we tried it, and, yeah, first you get all, like, lightheaded. And, but then it goes away, and you're kind of like, yeah, that's right. I'm chewing a little tobacco. I'm a, I'm a tobacco chewer. And so that was the first experience I had with it. And then, you know, whatever, the camp ends, you don't touch it again. But then, you know, baseball again in high school, probably senior year, I probably picked up on it once again. I'll give you a funny story about that. So I lo- I did. I enjoyed chewing the tobacco in my, in my teenage years. So when I'm 19, maybe 18 actually, yeah, I was 18, right out of high school, me and my two buddies drive down to Florida, spring break. This is going to be awesome, right? I got a small little car. These three galoots, one sitting next to me, the other one's in the back with this tiger skin blanket, which was funny in and of itself. So my buddy next to me, is just, he's smoking left and right, and I'm chewing tobacco. So as the cup is filling up and up and up with the tobacco spit, he at one point, my buddy's name is Brian, he's like, you know, at some point you might want to just pull over and, and dump that because it's getting a little high. I'm like, we're fine. Don't worry about it. So we're on, you know, I-95 in Georgia somewhere, and it's – it's really close to the top, and this is kind of disgusting. Of tobacco so said, juice oh, spit. Oh, yeah, tobacco spit. So I said to Brian, I'm like, you know what? Next exit, I'm going to get off because I even don't want to pick this up right now. But the exit was three miles away, and the tobacco spits in your mouth, and I got to spit. Pick up the cup, hit a massive pothole, tobacco juice and spit all over my buddy's lap. Oh, That's a nice ride. Oh, disgusting, dude. I felt so bad. I thought he was going to kill me. Which, by the way, he didn't. He laughed about it. It was fine. But to this day, yeah, it was pretty awful. But if you, sw- I have swallowed it before. And it honestly, it makes you feel like you ate poison. And how did you quit that? Um, just, you know, honestly, sleeping. This sounds really goofy. But I couldn't. I had trouble, you know, in my early 20s stopping it. And I figured the easiest way to do it, like, you know, if I'm sleeping, I can't chew it. And I understand the whole chemical dependency and being addicted to something uh, more so than anyone that's never been addicted to something because I had, I've had it. So I figured one day if I can just get through the morning and I knew I could get through a few hours, which I did, I'm going to go home. My, my day was free and I'm going to go to sleep. And so I took a Tylenol PM and I went to sleep at 11 AM and I woke up at like nine o'clock in the evening, felt kind of woozy, watched TV, fell back asleep, woke up the next day. And the, the urge wasn't as bad as it usually was. Did the same thing by day three. Didn't even think about it. Did it make your teeth all funky? I, you know, it's it's weird about that. Because I was doing it, I brushed my teeth like a lunatic. You know, most people brush their teeth two to three times a day. I was probably four to five times a day. You love to brush your teeth a lot and shower a lot. Well, I don't brush my teeth five times a day anymore. Oh, I see. This was when I was chewing tobacco. Got it. Because I, I, the one thing I was always very uh, conscious of was a lot of the guys that chewed that I knew had horrendous teeth. Some already missed teeth in their early 20s. I'm like, I can't do that. So I chewed a lot. I mean, I brushed a lot. I don't do that anymore. Now it's just a normal twice or three times a day. Right, when you're I showering. I do shower a lot, though, yeah. When you come out of the shower, you just brush your teeth. As a matter of fact, I had this question yesterday. 
So exercised early morning yesterday, showered, had to go out for a family function, came home, everything's good. Halftime, the boys wanted of the Cowboy Giant game, they wanted to go throw the football out, around. Throw the football, come in, kind of sweating, what do I do? Shower. I'd hop in the shower. No, that's not for me. And then here's the problem with that. I was sweating five minutes later. Did you see, I'll tell you something funny to watch. Go see on NewYorkJets.com. Watch the Calvin Pace post-game interview from yesterday. He's clearly out of the shower, dressed in his suit, and when the interview starts, everything's normal. By the end of the interview, he's got sweat pouring off from like it's Niagara Falls. Yeah, <laughs> some guys so just sweat. These guys, well, because he's sweaters. still, yeah. I mean, his heart's still beating. He's right. still burning. The metabolism's going, and he couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. And he's in a funny, suit, actually. Yeah, so I think you should go home and shower now. All right, Jerry, I will do that and uh, not chew tobacco. That's hey, listen, words to live by from Al Dukes. Yee yee. I think that meant bye. Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.